The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. You're listening to Bloomberg Law. A few months before Barack Obama left office, his education department issued new rules governing student debt and claims by borrowers that they were defrauded by the school. The rules were the product of two years of negotiation, and they were set to take effect this last July the 1st. But Donald Trump's education secretary, Betsy DeVos, last month blocked implementation of the rules and said the department would, would rewrite them. Now she is facing a lawsuit by 19 state attorneys general, 17 state attorneys general, excuse me, who say that DeVos that would leave students at risk. It all has important implications for colleges, student borrowers, and taxpayers. And with, with us to help sort it all out is Catherine Lee Carey, a special counsel at the law firm Cooley. Kate, thanks for joining us. Um, these are complicated rules. There are a lot of different aspects to them, including standards that apply when students who say they were defrauded uh, want to get out of having to pay the debts. What do the attorneys general seem most focused on in their lawsuit? Well, thanks for having me. And you're right, very complicated. <laughs> the um, the AGs are focused on sort of two primary issues. One being what they consider to be uh, deprivation of uh, rights and benefits for their enforcement actions, and the other being um, what they consider to be harm to students if the uh, regulations are rolled back. Specifically, as part of the new rules, the Department of Ed would have considered as part of their process for determining whether or not student claims had a basis or if a group claim could be created would be uh, using an AG's successful enforcement action against a school. So by virtue of incorporating the AG action specifically into the rule, it more uh, directly connected the AG's work to protect students into the actual regulation. And then the other piece of it is the idea of deterring what they consider to be predatory behavior of schools with the financial responsibility requirements that are in the rule. And then on the student side, they're they, they primarily focused on the idea of students having the personal um, rights uh, of action against a school through litigation as opposed to arbitration or class action that has that would have been essentially barred by the July 1 rule where schools could not force a student to enter into an arbitration agreement or a class action waiver prior to um, an actual dispute coming up. So those are sort of the primary focuses of the AG suit. Kate, this lawsuit came three days after the D.C. appeals court rebuked the EPA for unilaterally delaying Obama-era methane regulations. Did DeVos do the same thing here by not engaging in the legal process for changing or rescinding regulations? There does seem to be some correlation between the arguments that are being made on both sides. 
The, there are a couple things that, that seem to distinguish the two. One is that the EPA rule was already in effect, and it was just a certain provision of the rule that was to go in effect in June that they were trying to roll back, as opposed to the borrow defense rule, which had not become effective yet at the time that they are trying to stay the rule. Uh, but I do think that there are some similar legal issues that will likely come up um, in this AG case that's similar to the case that came up with the AP EPA in relation to their authority to delay a rule that um, already went through the negotiated rulemaking process without having a new negotiated rulemaking process. So there's a lot of the same questions, I think, in both situations. Kate, one of the things that Betsy DeVos is saying in response, or the Education Department is saying in response, is that uh, she, she took this action in part because there is a lawsuit filed by for-profit colleges against the Education Department challenging this new rule. Is that, in your mind, a, a legitimate defense uh, by DeVos and the Education Department, or is that, that kind of a, a fig leaf for, the, for, for, for uh, uh, defending what they did? That's a great question. Uh, the lawsuit that's brought by um, CAPS, the California Association of Private Postsecondary Schools, is, first of all, not all for-profit schools, just to put that out there. They're a mix, mostly for-profit, but there's some nonprofits in there, too. Um, the, the underlying claims in the CAPS lawsuit are focused on uh, the essentially what their argument is, that, that, that it wasn't uh, appropriately uh, drawn regulations to begin with, that it violates the HEA, it goes beyond the scope of the statutory authority. And so what they're claiming is that the rule itself is arbitrary and capricious and should never have been um, sort of published, period. So it is something that I think that a, an agency like the Department of Ed um, would have to obviously look at and consider and determine whether or not they, they think there's merit there or there's the chance that they might lose, um, which I think was part of the argument that, that the Secretary is making. Um, but it is similar uh, arguments that the AG is making to the EPA case, which is that the idea that this CAF lawsuit as the basis for the delay is somehow pretextual. Um, I think that it's a very similar argument. I, frankly, I'm not, I'm, I'm no way claim to be an Administrative Procedures Act expert, <laughs> but um, I can tell you that there is, there's some um, potential underlying um, similarity there that, uh, that I'm sure that the AGs will bring into their arguments. Um, I, frankly, don't know what the Department of Ed was, you know, sort of pondering at the time when they're they're making this decision. Um, but obviously, the CAPS lawsuit was, I think, it was filed more than a month before the rule. So it obviously was part of the consideration whether or not it was. Um, Kate, we're going to have to. I'm afraid we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you, Catherine Lee Carey, talking about this new lawsuit by actually 19, not 17, state attorneys general challenging action by the Education Department. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.